Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiny's Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We got some more touristic you for you. Right. I'm just going to go and get started. So uh, if you tuned in last time, you'll know that uh, essentially the other uh, prototype vessel... Uh, that was made by Mackie Arnick's father's company. Uh, you learned that in some earlier story. Uh, came out and blew up one of the Shusharians. So, uh, yeah, let's see how this resolves. Granork took command of the ship, pushing the blubbering Proveris to the side. Take him off the bridge, Granork barked, and then ordered evasive maneuvers. I will have you cast out into the desert for this, Proveris yelled as the two guards dragged him by the cloak. The Turisticu have destroyed our ally. We must return fire, the tactical officer said. Ally, Grenork said. The attacking vessel fired on them, and the bridge lurched from the impact. Grenork forgot how far behind the Orkandus were on microgravity technology. However, there wasn't much need for the tech, because it took a lot to knock an Orkandu off their feet. Orcanus now flies the flags of the Shusharians? Uh, a barren truck kick, sir, uh, the comm officer said. He petitioned to uh, join the Shusharian Collective. What? The, the warriors are opposed to this union. We do not like the rules they impose, a bridge officer yelped. We will speak of this later, Grenark scolded him. Close in on the human vessel. The battlecruiser burst forward as the human took out another Shusharian and looped back around towards the third. Block it, Grenork yelled and a woman at the helm spun the battlecruiser that would put the human on a collision course with their ship. Once it was close enough, Granort got a good look at the vessel. It looked exactly like the dervish, except for purple garments rather than the red Hayden had insisted would look cool. He knew 
that his maneuver was a mistake. The human pulled up at the last moment and flew over the top of the ship, raining down a hail of weapons fire on them as it passed. The tactical officer said, Shields are down. Hull breaches in sectors three, six, seven. We cannot take much more hits. Hopefully Cal would be there soon. Dervish shrieked through the solar system towards the warring ships. The second Shusharian went down and broke apart in the gas giant's atmosphere. The Dervish, too, flipped around and set a course for the final craft. The Rokandu battlecruiser lumbered into the path of the assaulting vessel. Cal assumed that they were giving the Shusharian ship a chance to warp. Cal knew the tactic was a mistake as remembered how tightly her ship could maneuver. The Dervish, too, dodged through the battlecruiser and pelted the Orkandus. While Cal's vessel was fast, it wasn't fast enough to get there in time for a full assault. Once they were close enough for long-range weapons, she heard two homing missiles fired at the attacker. The new ship could outmaneuver them with ease, and she had done it many times, but it would require them to break the pursuit of the third Shusharian. To add to the mayhem, the Orkandus fired a proton cannon blast, and the glowing white warp of energy burst forth. The attackers could easily avoid it, but it would make the maneuver tricky with two homing missiles to dodge as well. It was a classic Grenoric move to overkill the situation. She wondered for a moment who really was in charge on the battlecruiser. Rather than reach out to him via her implant, she refocused on the task at hand. The dervish tube banked and spun. They whirled one of their rear weapons at the turrets towards the Shusharian, and it was the last and only attack they would get before they could go to war. The missiles followed the enemy, and Hayden positioned the ship to drop into the assault. Cal unloaded a round of weapons fire and tore through the, one of the four turrets on the attacker. They flew past each other, and the dervish shield held up to a smattering of rear fire. The Shusharians engaged their warp engines and disappeared. The turrets on the dervish flipped to the other side, and their thrusters stopped them in one direction and got going to the other. It took a few seconds, but it was enough to give the captain of the other vessel some distance on them. The homing missiles were still in their pursuit. The Rukandu ship and the dervish sent a volley of weapons fire, but the attacker was nimble and aided by distance. The dervish, too, used the planet's gravity to shake off the homing missiles. Once it was free from immediate danger, it jumped to FTL and disappeared in a sea of stars. All right, I know that was a very, very short uh, <laughs> one today, but, you know, it's an epic battle very short battle <laughs> anyways uh yeah uh be out on, on the lookout for the third book in the series all right thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time mm-hmm.